Hey, Scott Johnson here from Frog Pants at frogpants.com, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the amazing, the talented, the intelligent, and beautiful Aisha Tyler! beautiful and extraordinarily talented Adam Savage. I'm super excited because Adam and I decided to uh, have it be twin day. We wore the same outfit. Feel good about that. Um, have you guys had a good time? <laughs> uh, I'm so happy to be here. This is my fourth time at Comic-Con and every time I get a bigger boner and uh, I'm so happy. Um, and I'm only, I've only been here for a day, and I'm already so tired. Why is that? Why is it the first fucking day you already want to die? <laughs> I don't even understand what I've done. Like, I'm going back and count. Like, I got up, I did some stuff, took some hands, signed a picture. Do I have the bird flu? Why is this happening to me? I've had to pee pretty much constantly all day. I haven't drunk anything. Something's bad is happening inside of my body. I don't... I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that I got invited. I love Adam Savage. A little less now because he, he's more awesome than I remember. That just makes me feel bad about myself. I would like you to have one less skills. I would like you to not be making music. I would like you to have one less fucking awesome thing that you can do. That'd be great. Science fucking awesome person who builds shit. I've been inside his, uh, his, your, his like, lair. He has a lair. I, if, you were, if you were wondering what, like, where Adam Savage curls up at night to like, recharge when he plugs in to his solar battery that like, he has a little in his butt, it's a fucking lair. <laughs> He's like a science superhero. He has a lair. And uh, he has a collection. The most ama- You probably know this about him already because you're probably stalking him even more than I am. But um, he has a collection of lightsabers. Not like one, but like 50. And they're hanging in like a specially fucking made contraption on his wall. And I just was walking through. <laughs> And uh, he has like the original alien from the real one. It's alive in the house. It's walking around going. (laughs) Oh, go fuck yourself, Adam Savage. (laughs) Fuck you. You know what this is a picture of? The the upper torso of a fucking defleshed Terminator. (laughs) I don't like you anymore. This is the T-1000. It's an early model. You can come see it anytime. It has really nice teeth. I don't remember it having such nice teeth. It has I'm going to make them teeth. yellow. Yeah, it needs... Were they, I thought they were metal in the movie. I don't know. When, when she's crushing it in, like, the compactor, weren't they metal teeth no, at no, that no, point? No, 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 no. He always had human teeth. That's what kind of ah, humanized... It's, it's spectacular. I hate you. Where, where he's showing me all these amazing things. He's rebuilding like the original spacesuit from Alien. He's got one half of T-1000. Um, the part with the dick is in the bathroom sitting on the toilet. And uh, I'm so happy to be in the lair. And, but it's impressive. It's what you would imagine Adam Savage's lair would look like. Um, you know, time machines and wormholes. You know, normal stuff. And, uh, and then he pulls out the most analog pile of shit. When, remember when you pulled out the analog pile of shit and I lost my fucking mind? He has all of the property from the first Bourne film. Like he pulls out this red bag and he dumps it out and it's like all this money and passports that fucking Jason Bourne pulled out of that Geneva fucking bank when he first wakes up with the little thing in his hip. And I'm like, ah! Adam Savage must die! No one gets to be that awesome! (laughs) 
only I could grow a little red beard. <laughs> so, they do have hormones for that, but other shit happens. I like this part right here, I'm good. I could get a beard, but all this could stay delicate and feminine, that would be great. When I reach down there, I like how it feels. Um, so, I, sh I feel like, yeah, you know, normally I do stand-up, but I wanted to do something really specific for Comic-Con, and I wanted to tell you guys a story, and I'm going to read something that I wrote. And, um, I, I, I'm, and I'm going to do a bunch of name-dropping. So, you know, uh, it's interesting because when you're a part of a, of a, uh, of a group, any group, there's like always an inside and an outside, you know? And um, for, for people who grew up uh, on the outside, uh, it's really exciting to be a play, at a place where you feel like you're on the inside. Like, that's an amazing feeling. It's super great. And, um, but when you've been an outsider your whole life and now you're on the inside, sometimes you're very suspicious of other people who want to come on the inside. You want to, you, wanna, you know, question their credibility. Hey, are you doing this because you think it's going to get you laid? Because it will. Um, but I <laughs> just want to know what you're up about. And uh, so when I talk about kind of nerdery in my own life, I always uh, referred to this conversation that I, I had with Seth Green on my show where we were talking about people who claim nerdery. And I think well, uh, there are a lot of different definitions, and I'm not going to reject anybody's definition because your definition's your own, and fuck me, who gives a shit about my opinion. But um, I always, we were like, you know, it, it's not just enthusiasm, right? It's not just like excessive collecting. It's not just dressing up like Princess Peach when really that's not the outfit for you. Um, <laughs> God bless you, but it's not for everybody. Uh, what Seth and I decided was you can't really claim it if you didn't spend some major portion of your childhood playing alone against your will. <laughs> if there wasn't a portion of your childhood where you were like, I sure would love another person to come along with an, a different figurine so we could push them together, that makes you, in my opinion, uh, you're able to claim it. But I don't want to ever be able to tell anybody who gets to claim it who doesn't get to claim it, right? Because again, fuck me in my fucking opinion, right? You, whatever you are, whoever you are, the whole point of this thing is that you get to be that person totally and fully without judgment from other people unless you are in a Princess Peach costume that is too small for you. Um, <laughs> and I always, I'm always confused or alarmed when I feel like people who have had a door slammed in their face start slamming doors too. I don't get it. Like, don't you remember what that feels like when people told you that you weren't cool enough, you weren't popular enough, you weren't hot enough? Like, I fucking remember that shit vividly. Vividly. I remember being danced around in a circle like a fucking ABC afternoon special while people literally taunted me by singing my name. I, I, that fucking, that's penny taste in my mouth when I think about it. I'll never forget it. You know what I mean? And so I try, I, I'm a comedian, I make fun of people, but I try not to be uh, mean. So, so here's the deal. Um, last year, I got invited to uh, host the E3 conference uh, for Ubisoft. I got, to, I got to host their press conference, and I was super excited. I love, I love video games so much. I love them so much. Like, I, if I could stick my imaginary penis inside Halo, I would do it. And, um, so, oh, Master Chief, I'm coming for you. And, uh, so big, so excellent. So, um, I was super excited because I love video games, and I couldn't wait to do it. And I did it, and it was super fun. It wasn't perfect. Who gives a shit? You don't get to do it. I get to do it. Fuck you. I was so happy. And, um, and that was cool. And then the internet happened. And you know how the internet is. The internet is porn and haters. That's all that's on the internet. And then when people are done uh, with the porn, then they hate for a little bit. Then they go back to the porn once things have readjusted. And um, 
I just give a lot of let the steam come off and then go back to the porn. And so like a lot of people will complain, oh, I don't like this girl, she's fucking stupid, she's ugly, she's too big, she's too small, she's the wrong color, boob too big, boob too small, and she doesn't, but I didn't give a shit about anything people said, uh, except for the people who said that I didn't play video games. That made me crazy. That made me crazy. Well, this girl never touch a controller in her life. I let her touch my controller. <laughs> that made me nuts. And I, you know, cause you, you have to take criticism in my business and you just kind of let it roll off your back. But that made me nuts. Cause it was questioning my love of something that I feel so passionate about. I've been playing since I was a little kid. I fucking love video games. They, for a big part of my life when I was a super loner kid and I spent my time either at the library looking at pathology books of goiters, which by the way is an awesome way to spend a Saturday. Um, <laughs> either that or playing video games in the arcade or at the, in the lobby at the movie theater in between uh, viewings of either um, Terminator or Blue Lagoon. And um, <laughs> God, I watched Blue Lagoon so many times. So much sex in that movie when you're 12. Uh, <laughs> do it again, what's gonna happen? Don't go to the other side of the island, why? You should just keep fucking. Um, You've got a good thing going. What are you doing? Um, so I just love video games, and it made me crazy that people said that I didn't play video games. It made me super sad, right? Just for someone to question your love for something that you feel really passionate about. And then just stuck in my craw for a couple days. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, you know, these stupid people. And, and you know when something sticks in your craw, you have like a little conversation in your head without, you know, everybody's done this, but especially if, you, if you've ever been like socially isolated, you, when you're a little kid, you're like, well, I don't care what you think, I am this, huh? and I made a little Indian village out of sticks and stones. What did you do? I used to have a lot of those conversations while I was making little Indian villages out of sticks and stones, um, <laughs> playing alone. And, uh, and so I, it was making me so crazy, I wrote something down. I just wrote this little thing down that was in my head. And I thought, no one's ever gonna see this thing. I'm gonna just put it on my Facebook page. And then, in the next time somebody tweets, like, stupid, I used to tell her she didn't fucking play a video game, titty lady, blah, blah. Um, I would just refer them gently to this page that I'd written. Uh, and I posted it and I went to bed. And then in the morning, it was on the front page of Reddit. <laughs> Um, and had been translated into like four languages. Um, I think because it struck a chord with a lot of people, um, people who love video games, people who feel the way that I feel about video games, people for whom a major portion, most of their life has been driven by a love of these dream worlds that we create and we immerse ourselves in that make us feel better and stronger and more awesome and more cool and uh, make whatever's happening in the real world fall away and for a little while we're superheroes or space invaders or aliens or a little thing with a nose that splots when it falls off of its little uh, cubic shape thing. I don't know what that thing was called. Um, and I didn't think it was going to strike a chord, but it did. And I was really happy about that because I love playing games. So I wrote this thingy. It's all about playing games. I don't read it to you. I've never read this aloud. It's entirely possible I'm going to sound like a douche. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Dear gamers, I play. I've played since I was a kid. Since before you were just a twinge in the left nut inside your daddy's underoos. <laughs> since I begged my dad to buy me a Nintendo LCD Donkey Kong Jr. Since I blew through three weeks allowance playing Defender at the local laundromat. I've been a gamer since I made friends with a girl in the fifth grade just to get at Pong. 
since I missed the bus playing Galaga after school, since I missed the start of Return of the Jedi playing Tempest in the theater lobby. You think you know? You don't fucking know. <laughs> I've been a gamer since before you could read, since I aced midterms after staying up all night playing Tetris, since I became my dorm champ at Leisure Suit Larry, which was pretty easy because it was a fucking easy game. I mean, like, everybody could win that game. It was just get those lubbers. Since I kicked a bunch of little kids off Time Crisis 3 at the Dave and Busters. <laughs> you don't know how to wield that weapon, punk. I was a voice in not one, but two major video game titles. Well, now three, hooray. Um, Halo Reach and Gears of War 3. I hosted the Reach beta tutorial. I was a super fan panelist for Gears at Comic-Con. I didn't do any of it for the money. For most, I got paid nothing, and for something, some next to nothing, I did it because I love fucking video games. I go to E3 each year because I love to play, because new titles still get me high, because I love getting swag, because I love video games. People ask me what console I play, motherfuckers, all of them. Ubisoft asked me to come to E3 because they know I'm a real gamer. And I said, yes, because I love to play. I don't do it for the money. I have plenty of money. I don't do it for the fame. Fuck fame. I do it because I love to play. I don't give out my gamer tag because I don't want to line a noob jackholes in their mommy's basements lining up to assassinate me on XBL. I don't give a shit what you think about my gamer score. I don't play to prove a point. I play because I love it. I've been playing my whole life. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't apologize for it. It's in me. It's who I am. I'm a gamer. So to all those haters out there who think I don't game, to the gaff haters, the GameSpot trolls, to every illiterate racist douchebag on YouTube, I say respectfully, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourself. Thank you. Um, they asked me to read that letter, and it was fun to read out loud, because I really do feel that way. Um, thank you guys for coming. I think some other things are happening, but I do want you to know that um, I wrote a book, and uh, it's called Self-Inflicted Wounds, um, Heartwarming Tales of Epic Humiliation, and it's essentially about all the times I shit the bed. And there's, it's not comprehensive either, really. It's just a curated selection of times I fucked up. But it's a book about embracing failure, not being afraid uh, to go after what you want in life because you're afraid because it's going to fucking go terribly and you're going to have an awesome story afterwards. Uh, all kinds of things. Puked on guys I was trying to sleep with. It's good stories, good stuff. Got drunk, slept through the SATs. It's on sale down in the lobby. And if you buy a book, I'll sign it after the show. So come on down, say hi, buy a book. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks. I fucking love you. I love Comic-Con. Thanks for coming tonight. You guys are awesome. Hello, I'm Randall Milholm from somethingpositive.net, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio because you're overcompensating.